everybody. Welcome to the Honor Yoga Now podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight. Today I'm sitting with Cynthia Barron. Cynthia is a licensed professional counselor with over 15 years experience working with populations who are at risk for completing suicide. Cynthia is currently the director of learning and clinical development at a behavioral health center outside of Philadelphia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks good. for having me. Ah, thanks for being here. I'm so excited. I have like this huge smile on my face. Yeah. So, Cynthia, tell me about yourself first. How did you get into your career and how has yoga helped you through it? Oh, so, yeah, so I, um, I feel like my career kind of found me, right? Really? Um, yeah, I, I've always sort of been the person that likes um, to talk to people and that people come to. Um, I was a bartender all through my 20s wow. when I was in college before I really knew what I wanted to do. And oddly enough, it, total strangers, easy connections, lots of conversation, people just, you know, able to feel comfortable enough to share secrets. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. 20 minute phone call last night. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and so I, as I was trying to figure out what it was I really wanted to do, it just sort of seemed like, wait a minute, maybe a therapist, right? Um, so then I sort of made it so. Um, my my yoga, what was that about yoga? Yeah, I remember you were saying something about um, how you came to yoga. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so... Um, I started yoga back when I was 19 or 20, right? It was part of the gym right? membership, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I lived in the city. I was going to college, and um, I loved it. And I guess I, I feel like what happened was I moved, changed gyms. They didn't have yoga at the new gym, and I just kind of forgot about it. And then about six years ago, I had a friend who uh, reintroduced it to me, and within the first, like, five minutes of the class, I thought, God, why did I ever stop doing this? Yeah, right. It has that effect That's on everybody, right? right? <laughs> um, and I did like a twenty-eight dollars for twenty-eight days yeah. membership as of February, and I went every day for the first twenty-eight days. And and you know, two weeks in, I just thought, God, I need this in my Where life. Where have you been right? Right? Yeah, right, right, why right. did I ever let this go? <laughs> kind of thing. Um, because it's it's not even so much about how good it feels when you're doing it in class, right? Because that's part of it, right? Mm -hmm. you, get an, you get an opportunity to kind of really connect with yourself. Um, for a lot of people like me, uh, go, 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 accomplish yeah. things, check the list off, yeah, check right? Check the boxes, um, yeah. Type A sort of personalities. Um, it's just you're, you don't get time for yourself. Yeah. So that hour or hour and 15 minute class is good for that. Right, it really takes it down. Yeah, and then what uh, what happens in the class, it's great, you feel good, you move your body, right? Yeah. But then when you really, they call it a yoga practice for a reason, yes. right? And yes. when you really develop a practice, you begin to see, A, all the ways that it helps you outside of the yoga class. Right, taking yoga off the mat. Yes, I say yeah. that all the time, yes. Yeah, and you begin to miss it. So when you begin to miss something, then the, the value is really in your face. Right. Because you're like, well, I don't, I don't feel like myself. Oh, I, I skipped yoga for the last two days. Right. Let me get back on my mat. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have a signature workshop with Honor Yoga, right? Um, suicide Awareness and Prevention. Yes. And you know, Cynthia, when I was reading the uh, description of the workshop, uh, you were, you know, going through certain, certain. Um, you know, certain like check boxes, and I saw the myths 
and um, uh, trends in suicide, and I was like, so tell me about that. Yeah, so um, I'll start with trends, right? Yeah. So maybe, like, why why are we even here? What are we doing about this? So, you know, suicide has always existed. Um, but in the past, you know, the, the most recent data we have is that from 1999 to 2017, the U.S. suicide rate has risen 33%. Wow. So that's a third, Yes, right? it make, makes my hair, hair yes. stand up on my, on my arms. Yes, wow. and um, and so that's that's the full chunk of data, and then particularly from 2006 to 2017, there's a real sharp increase. So something's happening, something's happening that's yeah. um, really uh, people are struggling. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Like, like, and so, in your opinion, how can we, um, like, how can we educate teens? and let them know that it's okay to ask for help. Like, you're not alone. Like, even warning signs. Like, how, how, how can you tell someone that's not, that doesn't have a, um, you know, yeah. that doesn't really know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so glad you asked that because that is a part of the reason why we're doing the workshop, right? Because- To bring um, awareness. To bring awareness and to help everyone because it's, it's actually less about the person experiencing whatever it is they're experiencing, and it's more about the rest of us who can help, right? Because um, I think when we, when we get to the myths, right, I'll just jump to one of the myths, yeah. is that like if I engage Amy in a conversation about suicidality, our conversation is going to make her finish, or our conversation is going to encourage her, right? Um, and, the, and it couldn't be further than the truth. So the idea is that exploring whatever's going on with someone and talking to them about it and, and really listening to what's going on is the most important thing that we can all do. And um, just it starts as simple as, are you all right? Yeah. Or, hey, I've noticed in the last week or two, I've noticed... It's usually behaviors that you can see when we talk about warning signs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Behaviors or words that are coming out of someone's mouth. Like what kind of words? Um, so, you know, every now and then you'll hear someone say something like, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. myself. Yeah, I want to die. I can't do this anymore. I like so. Yeah, uh. more, more often it's, it's less explicit and more about life sucks. Um, I, just, I just can't figure out how to make things better. I can't do this anymore. Um, I feel so much pressure. Um, I just don't see any hope. It's it's sentences like that mm -hmm. that if you're listening to someone that you can kind of pick up on, right? And I'm not I'm not talking about everybody has that bad day where you feel yeah. like, man, life sucks, right? Right. I say it sometimes. Yeah, we all do. That's the that's the thing. We all right. say it, right? Um, but if you've got a friend or a loved one or a colleague or an acquaintance, you know, because because sometimes the buffer and the, the uh, safety that someone needs to talk about it is with someone less involved. So it could just be someone, a work, maybe a work colleague that you barely know. Someone that you're not as close to. Right? But the, somebody says to you, hey, can I talk right. to you? I, you know, I've noticed, are you all right lately? I just want to ask. Yeah. And sometimes the fact that you're not emotionally involved with that person gives them the space to, to talk about it openly. 
And, and do you think maybe it's because maybe they're like embarrassed? If someone that they're really close to, maybe they're embarrassed to say it or just feeling more comfortable with someone that's not as um, you're right, emotionally connected to that person? Yeah, I, th I don't think there's one right answer, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma around mm -hmm. suicidality and people that complete suicide. Um, you know, another myth is that there, it's a selfish act, right? And that um, people who complete suicide only care about themselves and they're not thinking of other people. Other people, yeah. And, um, you know, and so with all of that stigma and you hear it, and if you're having thoughts, right? You know, you're gonna tap your mom and say, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna, can we talk? I'm really selfish. I don't care about anyone but myself, and I'm thinking about suicide." Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's hard. I, I would never think that somebody was selfish. It's like you're feeling that way. You want to stop the pain within yourself. So, how are you being selfish by yeah. wanting to do it? And God forbid, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. you think of all your loved ones and, mm -hmm. and who's gonna mourn your loss. But I guess when you're in that situation, you don't think that way. Right. I, I um, you know, I'm a visual person. And mm -hmm. so I think about someone who is thinking about suicide is often, you know, at the bottom of a pit. Right. And um, it's, it's, it's not like the first thing that comes to someone's mind. It's often the last resort yeah. in uh, a very disparate despairing time, yeah. right? Um, people don't just jump, you know. Another myth is that it's an impulsive decision, really? right? That it's it's something that someone thinks about in a second and does, but generally it, it, it tends to be, um, you know, when it happens, you often look back and you can see, oh, right? Four months ago, people started giving things away. Three months ago, oh, look, they updated their will three months ago. They, uh, you know, um, really started spending all their money three months ago. They, you know, oh, two months ago, they, they actually, they seemed depressed, but two months ago, they perked up. This is because if someone's been in a deep hole, right, emotionally, feeling like there's no way out, and then you finally make a decision, then there's a sense of relief. Oh and now you have a purpose. So if right, we to get complete. it to, you've decided, you're done. There's yeah. no more, you know, purgatory, so to speak, yeah. emotional purgatory, because you've decided. And so now you're relieved and you're working towards that goal and you feel a sense of empowerment mm. and you know what you're gonna do. So it could be like, well, the last two months there was so much happiness and Again, when, when folks who are emotionally connected to the person mm -hmm. come into play, it's like, well, we thought the therapy was working or we thought the medication was working yeah. or we were so happy that they were finally better mm -hmm. that it never occurred to us that the inner struggle was still there. Right, right. right. They were preparing. Yeah. Right, and if you're not educated, you don't know. So that's it's, why the, right. the signature workshop is, is really something, really, really something amazing. Yeah, to I really mean, make people aware. Yeah, and how would you know? Again, how I would yeah, you know? I, well, I'm learning right just you know, to, you know talking to you and, and wow, that's that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think you know I think the most important thing again is to once we once we agree that it's it's a conversation that we want to have. It's mm -hmm. a conversation worth having, um, and. 
to take some pressure off, they're, you know, exploring it or giving somebody the space to talk about it is not going to cause them to do finish. it. Um, yeah. It's not going to encourage them or condone it. Yeah. It's really about giving them the space to, to share and talk. And, um, and while we're doing that, uh, there's, there's no right, perfect thing to do. You know, you don't have to have a degree or any experience in order to be able to listen to someone and engage in conversation, right? right. Um, so to take the pressure off, there is no one perfect thing to say, yeah. right? You really just need to listen and then respond accordingly. Um, and some things that might not be so good to do is try to talk people out of it, right? Really? Um, because we sort of, again, I'm a visual, right? So yeah. you get the visual, it's like a verbal tug of war, right? Someone's saying, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, I, I'm feeling like I'm ready to end things. And then you take the opposite end, which is, no, don't do that. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. Things will get better. You know, you're, it's invalidating. Yeah. And someone who's already feeling like not supported, they're at the bottom of a hole, this is their only answer. They don't and hear that. They finally confide in someone, mm -hmm. and then the someone is saying, no, mm -hmm. or it'll get better, or it's not that bad. Right. Right? The right. hole's getting deeper in that moment. Not, they're not feeling supported. So right. it's, it's, it's probably our instinct to try to right. fix no, or no, save. No, no. Or, yes, that, that's, that's humans. We want, right? we want to fix. We want mm -hmm. to talk about it. We want to try and make things better. Yeah, um, but the result is probably not the outcome that we want right. so um, so so in closing what 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 could we do you know if 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 you know we have someone or we know someone and just like listen to them and just try to be there for them and try and guide them into you know counseling or or, or even like medication or mm -hmm. or um or say hey just come to a yoga class with me and see how yeah. you feel yeah, I think li listening is first, um, really getting a sense of where they're at, mm -hmm. you know, um, being empathetic, mm -hmm. which is really just about trying to see things from somebody else's perspective. Mm -hmm. um, once we do that, we're able then to help them sort of align with them and, and maybe help them out of it or through it mm -hmm. versus um, not seeing it from their perspective and then we're really kind of in a blind conversation, right? right. Um, Validating emotions. Sometimes it's it's great to say, I wish I knew what to say. Right. I, I wish I had Just a magic honest, bullet yeah. for you right now. Um, I'm so grateful that you shared this with me. Um, because remember, there's all that stigma and all that shame. Mm -hmm. So to be able to thank you mm -hmm. for sharing. Thank you for trusting me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so glad you did this. Like Those are all little things that we can do that go a long way. Yes, um, yes. And, and then trying to figure out what, what will help, right? So um, sometimes it's a medical condition that's the last straw, mm -hmm. right? So is it a doctor's appointment? Is, um, is it mental health, you know? Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. myth is that most people who do it have, have a serious mental health diagnosis. Really? And um, that, that definitely is a risk factor. Um, However, the truth is, it's about 50% of suicides are completed by folks without any mental health diagnosis. So it's, it's less about a long-term diagnosis, mm -hmm. and it's more about, like, 
it's a last resort to a current situation mm -hmm. and it's it's the only answer that somebody can find like can think of so yeah. um, it could be situational um, divorce mm -hmm. something that you never expected um, loss of a job um, grief from yeah. a parent um, grief from a child it could be several things all at once right you're getting a divorce You've just retired. Your kids are leaving and going to college. You know, layered things. And yeah. you have a medical condition. It could be. A, so yeah. sometimes there's a bunch like of different things. Things start to snowball. Yeah. yeah. And then and you, and you lose control. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia, thank you so much for coming. Sure. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. it was very, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for Cynthia's signature workshop through Honor Yoga. Suicide Awareness and Prevention. Next week, I'm sitting with Carolyn Chaco to discuss the many benefits of restorative yoga. And don't forget, be sure to subscribe to our podcast where you will keep up on everything Honor Yoga, trends in yoga, and much more. I'm Amy Tassa. Have a good night. If you or someone you know is experiencing depression, thoughts of harming or suicide, help is available. Call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-TALK. For members of the LGBTQIA community under the age of 25, help is available through the trevorproject.org or by calling 1-866-488-7386.